following podcast may contain strong language. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, and welcome to Hallmark of Greatness, the podcast where we dive headfirst into the big fetid swamp that is Hallmark and made-for-TV films. Uh, there's been a bit of a, uh, we've been a bit of a hiatus, and there's been something of a personnel change. Um, Craig will no longer be appearing on this show. But I uh, am Joe, as always, and uh, we have some new and interesting co-hosts. She has been promoted from Last Orders to the main roster of the real hallmark of greatness. It's Barney. At last, it's everything I've ever wanted. (laughs) (laughs) Now you can recommend films and we can watch scary ones on Last Orders. And we are also joined by a very special guest back for her second visit with her own personal battle bowl. It's Katie. <laughs> My own personal battle bowl? What's that Do you from? Know, remember the battle bowl from, um, oh, what was it? Like the Terminator film we watched. The pole that had the spinny saw on the end. <laughs> I don't remember at all. God, that like, was ages ago. It's what been about... Like- it's been like a month, yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I'll no. take it. I'll have it. I can't think what it of is. anything. <laughs> the ba- the, she had the guns that fired constantly, and then she had a battle pole. Oh, yeah, she did. <laughs> I have it's, a good memory. It's yeah, not I worth remember it. the gun. No. Should we record that again? <laughs> no, it's fine. Don't worry about it. We'll keep it in. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter at Hallmark Great and Instagram and Facebook at Hallmark Greatness, or send us an email at Hallmark of Great at gmail.com somewhere I'll just yell at us in the street um so yeah Anthony is still a functioning member of this but his uh laptop has exploded due to too many uh, Serbian brides that he's looking through on there at the moment apparently he's got a girlfriend yeah so he's abandoned this yeah he'll be back <laughs> they all come back uh but we're gonna take like Hallmark films well, the thing is, right, he's never going to listen to this because he doesn't listen anyway, so I'll, I'll just tell you. Uh, she's American, but which is nice because Anthony likes American things. Poo-poo <laughs> <laughs> uh, calls he, Yeah, he calls his car convoy. Um, but I've been making out that she is from the Ukraine and he's got her over here on false pretenses. <laughs> um, and he's not happy with that. <laughs> Svetlana, <laughs> Svetlana, she's called. She's not. <laughs> Anyway, uh, this week's film, uh, picked by Barney uh, in her first and probably only appearance on this show, uh, 2015's Bridal Wars. Wave. Wave. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> or as Nigella would say, Wave. <laughs> bridal Wave, sorry, not Bridal Wars, which is that other bridal one. Wave. Bridal Wave. Bridal mm. Um, I don't um, bear with me, because I did no prep for this. Uh, the synopsis for the film. A woman planning for her wedding at a resort meets a charming local right before the ceremony and has to choose between the man who can care for her financially or the man who truly understands her. Nah, yeah. it's not, is it? It's it bad. didn't imply that he was poor anyway, the man. He was, man. A, he was an architect and he could he afford to live in a hotel permanently, like Alan Partridge. Yeah, yeah. but he drew sketches as well, so that was... I hated him. Um, I hated everyone. I hated everybody, yeah. <laughs> uh, this would normally be where we have the guest synopsis and stuff, but I haven't done that because I forgot. <laughs> you can clip it in later. I'm not used to being in charge of these things. This is not normally my uh, area of expertise. But uh, we'll just get right into the meat and potatoes of this film, uh, or the quinoa 
and poo-poo of this film. <laughs> this film has three jokes and they ran it throughout. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, we open up on the inside of a plastic surgery hospital yes. consultancy. I don't know what the not, word for it is. Not clear straight away, is it? But yeah, it's it's something. Yes, and we meet uh, our attractive 30-something nurse, Georgie Dwyer. I was really excited because she's, in my books, pretty famous. She's been in Gilmore Girls and The Vampire Diaries. Yep, and... she was also in Fifty Shades. <gasps> well, I don't like that one, but... Uh, Fifty Shades Freed, <laughs> which is apparently is a film. Okay. I think it's the third or fourth one in the... In the um... But yeah, uh, and she is engaged to her boss and plastic surgeon, uh, Philip Hamilton. Uh, And they're going away to get married, but he's apparently, he's invented a a nose job procedure called the the Hamilton. Hamilton. (laughs) The Hamilton nose. Yeah. Everyone Uh, wants the Hamilton nose. Yes. Uh, And they're getting married in a couple of days, but she's not 100% sure on this, as you would be. He's also a bit pathetic, isn't he? He can't do anything himself. That's the kind of the thing. She, she couldn't. He couldn't possibly cope without him, without her. Sorry. Well, when you meet his mom later, I think you sort of come to understand that, don't you, a wee bit? Because uh, mm. his mom's a menace, like an actual known menace. Uh, she goes back, packs up because they're going away to this resort to get married. That mum has booked. Her mum has booked, unlike the cheap, because she keeps going on about like it being Group Bible products. Package 2 or something. The Dulux Package with the chocolate fountain. Yes, that's it, yeah. Not the poo-poo fountain. <laughs> <laughs> giving yeah. away too much material. <laughs> it's fine. Like, I mean, that's not, even, that's not even a joke that they use. They just do <laughs> quinoa and another one, and that's it. Uh, and they arrive at this thing, um, and her sister's there. And her and her her fella. They can't like not be touching each other at any time. They're always oh, they're creepy, aren't they? M- like M and M. Oh yeah. Yeah, um, yeah they're constantly but, touching like, each other. Her mum has put all her hope into this wedding because her sister eloped to get married. And I'm like, well, why is all the pressure being put on her? And I, I think didn't they they couldn't get married or something like that? And she's kept her hair the exact same way ever since they got married, so that they could. <laughs> she's got this like '80s Lego hair. <laughs> That's a bit Miss, Mrs. Havershammy, isn't it? It's like... If it works, you know, keep it for forty years. But yeah, she's like, oh well, me and your father never had to, uh, had a cheap. Uh, wedding on the military base and your sister eloped so we're putting all of our eggs into this basket I'm like it's a wedding does it really fucking matter at the end of the day how you do it surely Mal it's about... insulting her calling her an old maid and that they thought she'd never get married and stuff I'd be like Thanks, you know mom. what yeah at least I'm doing this I didn't Stop run away throwing a at me what is Ricerone? I don't know. I imagine oh. it like semolina or something. Macaroni right. with rice. That's all horrible. Cheese and rice. Ricerone is a pilaf-like box food mix that consists of rice, vermicelli pasta and seasonings. So I'm assuming it's like a pot noodle. Oh, imagine pot noodle bopped at you. Oh, okay. Oh, right. It's, um no, it's more like those, like a pasta and sauce. Right. But it's got rice in there. So mm. I think they, like, it's savory, savory rice. Yeah, I couldn't think what the name for that was, though. Well, I mean, I wouldn't mind someone whipping a pot noodle at me, but yeah. You can catch it, <laughs> keep it, eat it. Only a regular sized one, though, not a king pot noodle. That would be dangerous. Um, and then we we also meet uh, Luke, who has shown up for a job interview in sandals. That's the joke, one running joke that goes yeah. throughout. Uh, and he's mates like, look, I've put my neck on the line to get you this job. 
and he, he hands him some blueprints or something, and he's like, "These are great blueprints. These are as good as they ever were." Yeah. I don't. Can you be a bad architect? I don't know. Uh, and he's like, uh, "Yeah, well, I'm not moving back into the city because I'm a cool guy now. I do carpentry because, of course, he fucking does." I don't wear socks anymore. That's yeah. Funny. Take that, the man. <laughs> and he's like, well, you can't work here then. And he's like, I don't even know why I bothered coming in. <laughs> this has been a waste of everyone's time. I'm sorry. And then he leaves. I, I, it, it adds nothing to the scene. But they bump into each other uh, for the first time. Uh, and he's like, oh, I live in this resort. And he lives like, right oh. next to it, doesn't he? He lives. He doesn't live on it. He lives right next to it. It's been... No, this is the second bigger. time they meet. The first time they meet is where they're arguing over a bottle of aspirin because apparently the, the aspirin. shop oh. only has one bottle of aspirin. Yeah, I, I, touch wait. it at the same time, don't they? And then they get angry with each other. Which is That's... not the same as kissing in this film because it normally means if you touch hands, it's normally like. I was like, just go and ask the guy at the counter if there's an extra Have you got bottle any more? of aspirin. Yeah. Or just go. I'll go halves on it with you. Like, I'm not going to take. In the end. I don't. I'm not going to eat an entire bottle of aspirin, am I? Oh, if I was in this film, I probably would. Then wash <laughs> it down with a lot of cheap vodka. But it's just the most cliche meeting. You know immediately what's going to happen. Meet cute. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I hated it immediately. She's run away from her family, who are driving her onto this ferry, uh, and he's getting onto this ferry as well. And he, he yells stuff at her as he goes past, and I'm like, what a fucking jerk. Like, you've just met this woman and you're already being a knobhead to her. I hope you die in a car fire. He thinks he's in. He At this stage, he already thinks he's in. He doesn't realise that she's married or getting married. He just he thinks just, he's He's creepy real. throughout it, though, he's to be creepy. fair. Yeah, I'm, I'm, all, I'm Team Hamilton all the way through this. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Harvey just brought me a packet of chocolate finger. Nice. Nice Cadbury's finger res. Thank you. Mm. So, yeah, so they've met there and then they get back on... And go look at the wedding venue, don't they, at that stage? Yes. And they get shown round. Uh, they get and... rushed through. They get a free cocktail because uh, it's Bridal Package B with Chocolate Fountain. I thought at that point we saw a bridal wave. I thought that's what it was going to be, is that like the, a bride would come and then another bride would come. And then... Well, that's sort of what it was. The resort yeah, had gone from about... being a destination to like a factory of churning these things out. Yeah. I've just now realised that Bridal Wave is a pun on Tidal Wave. <laughs> just now <laughs> yeah but even having realized that i still don't understand what that's got to do with the film it's near the coast <laughs> i also thought like they couldn't have found a, a nicer day to do the shots <laughs> it just looked like a really depressing place it didn't look like season, it? towards the end like uh, a hotel in manchester <laughs> <laughs> well, i was watching the other day and um you know that really sketchy hotel is it sashes it's up the back of like um piccadilly it's the white yeah. building, and it looks they were they were filming in there, and I was like, "Oh, it's horrible in there." It's, um, it's not horror movie. <laughs> yeah, no, it was um, Saran Jones. Anyway, yeah, and they're like, "This is where the pool area is. This is where your reception will be. You get like five minutes to get married, and then you're off, and we get the next ones in." And I was like, "This mm, okay, whatever." She's not happy about this. Um, is this when we meet um, Philip's mum? Yeah, it's a bit where she like lingers nearby the party, like the wedding party, and she just kind of stands and watches. Isn't that that stage? <laughs> uh, well, she's just like she literally meets their parents and then goes, "Oh yeah, your daughter's like not good enough for my son." I'm like, "Right, you can fuck off away from my wedding then." Because <laughs> you, you do it. No, um, Luke's hanging around when they're looking around. He's just like off to the left, offering criticism all the way through it. And I'm like, <laughs> "Who are you? <laughs> Please leave." Uh, he's in the bar trying to steal poo-poo food. <laughs> then makes so many comments, and I can't decide whether they know it's funny or not. 
because they mention it so often the poo poo. Yes. Yeah. He goes. If we'd done a drinking game, I think we might have been a bit drunk on how many times <laughs> he mentioned poo poo. <laughs> he deep. He was deep poo pooed. He said. Yep. <laughs> it was just over and over said it. I was like, this this can't be coincidental. He must know. But, they must know this is funny. Uh, yeah, I think it's the is only joke you can get away with. Do not say poo poo in America? Uh, that's poop, isn't it? Poop, yeah. yeah. So they don't know poo-poo is funny. <laughs> I mean, there's a, there's a, what's the joke in, there's a Bloodhound Gang song where it's, it's like, if if your ass was a Chinese restaurant, I'd have the poo-poo platter. And that's the only thing I've ever heard of it in. That's but cool. it's, um, but yeah, he, because he lives nearby, he used to go in there and just eat the free food like a tramp. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy's like, no, under new management rules, we can't just feed any, any sandal-wearing waif that comes in. <laughs> And he's like, this is an outrage. Um, Emma's, is she called Emma? No, like, sorry. He has one really rebelliously, doesn't he? He just like slips Stops one in when he's not watching. <laughs> uh, slips a poo-poo in when no one's watching. <laughs> Georgie's sitting down, um, drinking like two glasses of champagne to herself, which yeah. is goals. And he just sits down and starts talking to her again. And I'm like, sorry, I didn't ask you to sit down. This is creepy. He just comes straight down and says you don't have bridal glow. I'd be like, sorry, where are your socks? <laughs> <laughs> At least I can have poo-poo. No poo-poo for you. But she, she doesn't eat the poo-poo. She makes some kind of tower with them. I was like, what yeah, a waste she, of food. She's making, doesn't she call it like, she does a pun on it. She calls it like the leading tower of poo-poo or something like that. See, this is good. <laughs> this is, this is carry on poo-poo. <laughs> <laughs> but, and he's like, oh, well, I'll I'm trying to think of another you. one and I can only think of poo-poo henge, <laughs> which doesn't work. <laughs> no, no, the poo-poo see him. Like the collars, the Sydney poo poo house. There's loads you can do. <laughs> Not really. No. Uh, yeah, and he sits down, starts drinking her drink. Then her dad shows up and he's like, Who's this oh, guy? You know, sorry, before we move on, you've missed my favourite part of the whole oh, film. Oh, go on. Sorry, sorry. So the whole fa- favourite part of the whole film is where he says that, Oh, the ring doesn't fit properly. And he oh. goes, You know what they say? Ring too tight. You shouldn't get married. <laughs> and, <I> was- <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. And I was like, I thought it was going to rhyme. It's, oh, be better it's than not that. just right. It's not. It's just not right. Like yeah, that that would have been better than no. Yeah. <laughs> you're just not going to get married. <laughs> like you're really clutching at straws here. So, anyway, that yeah. was my favourite bit. It no, there, it was, and then yeah. it. It, it was yeah. Uh, her dad sits down. And he's like, "Who? Hey, who's this guy? Let's be friends with him and invite him yeah. to everything." Yeah. And I'm like, they had a natural connection, didn't they? He immediately felt they were. He was like his son. They had like an in joke about halibut for the rest of the film. Yeah. Oh yeah, because he wanted to go fishing on the day before his daughter's wedding. He's like, "I'm going to go fishing because <laughs> dads in Hallmark films are terrible people, like constantly." <laughs> Uh, and he's like, oh, I've got a secret spot where you can fish all this halibut. Halibut City, he calls it. <laughs> Down in I mean, Halibut City. His, 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 his naming thing is not very good. His, his rhymes are not tight. Uh, yeah, and he's like, oh, come to the practice wedding. I don't, yeah, does he get the invited there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he got, oh, they're having like a, a, a meal beforehand, and then there's a practice wedding. Uh, and he goes to the meal, and they're like, who is this random dude? Because uh, Philip Hamilton hasn't shown up yet because he's working. Is it a, oh, a conference? Is it a conference? He's on a, yeah. Because he is the key nose speaker. <laughs> that's good, though, isn't it? That's, that's good. Anyway, on jokes, her dad works in appliances. <gasps> yes, this is great. And joke. she's called Georgie Dwyer, isn't she? Mm. So his company is called Washers and Dwyers. 
It was good, that one. Come on, that's good. <laughs> it's better than jokes about poo-poo, to be honest. <laughs> Is it, though? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they have this wedding meal thing, and he's there, and her mum's there. And his mum's there, and his mum's horrible. She's just like, uh, what was it? I want the thing, no butter, no oil. Oh, I just spit uh, it. Yeah, I didn't you? see the salmon on the on it at the buffet. Well, that's because there wasn't any. Yeah, in the same <laughs> way that I don't go to McDonald's and go, why is there not a whole roast chicken available to me? Because it just isn't, <laughs> is it? Plum. I hated her the most, I think, out of all of these deplorable people, just because she was so privileged white lady sort of thing yeah is I this where tell. she presents her with a wedding dress and goes this is your dress yeah she, she, later. yeah she gets she gets a, a waiter to bring it over i'm like that's not my job i just spilled, <laughs> spilled a load of marinara sauce on it or something rubbed salmon into it actively <laughs> and she's like oh uh, i've brought you this vera wang dress you know what they say vera wang. everyone's got sayings <laughs> vera wang lets it hang well, the only Vera Wang saying I know is from Bridal Wars, where she says, you don't alter Vera, you alter yourself to fit Vera. Vera. Yeah. Oh. And she's like, well, oh, she it's... actually bought the wrong size dress. Like, she just she did. never met this woman and just thought, it's a size two. And yeah. then... I'm sure you'll fit into it. And I'm like, not to be horrible to the lady who plays Georgie, but she's quite thin anyway, isn't she? Like, she, she'd fit into a two, which is like a six here, I think, isn't it? I don't know. American dress sizes are mental. But and then her, her mum goes, no, you're going to wear my wedding dress because it's a tradition that handed down over one generation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because she didn't have a wedding and sister eloped, so yeah, you're forced like, to wear this crochet wedding dress. But she's like, but it's made of like crinoline and stuff. And she's like, I don't care. It's my mum's wedding dress. And she's like, you're wearing Vera Wang. Here, waiter, take this away. And I'd be like, oh, sorry, I'm bringing you food. I'm not a skivvy. I <laughs> hated her. Uh, she goes to her room that there's the bridal package, which is like a pineapple, a bottle of wine, and a photo frame. <laughs> no wine glass with the wrong name on. That was fun. Uh, and she's phoning him up, and he's like, oh, I have to go and do some more talking now. And she's like, I'll wear your mum's dress, but like, it's, it's not a promising start, is it really? And then they have this pretend wedding. And this was the bit I didn't understand, because they literally come in, he makes them stand at the front. Um, Luke has to fill in, because... I think we've skipped the bit where they, they run Possibly. away for the evening, for the day. Oh, yes, because mother-in-law's like, well, come on, oh. we'll get your dress fitted. And, they, and she and she just runs away with this Luke who's been, like, stalking her heavily. He, she, like, goes out clearly intending to go get fitted. And then she just hides for no reason. She does, the last she does some quality, dun, 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 hiding yeah. behind cars. And then just gets into a random truck that Luke just so happens to be driving. Luckily, he's not a murderer or, you know, like a, <laughs> really? a sex a sex predator. Not one of these people are nice people. No. No. Uh, Luke's, uh, like, Georgie's dad's all right. I, I quite liked him. But he's a Hallmark dad. They're all the same. Yeah, he's 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 there to espouse one piece of wisdom and then go to Halibut City. <laughs> so, yeah, he, go, he goes, oh, well, uh, I'm doing some errands, so you'll have to come with me. And then he, he drives into, like, the middle of nowhere and then just dumps this bench. I'm like, that's not an errand. That's that's fly tipping. <laughs> and then, so then they've they've done their bench, and then she realizes, I don't know, what a horrible time she is, and she looks sad. And he goes, "Oh, you look sad, blueberries." <laughs> yeah. And then uh, that's yeah. Then uh, he um, stabs his foot. He's wearing flip flops, and she rips his t-shirt to wrap oh, his that's foot. Right. 
which is not the right way. She's supposed to rip her shirt just a little bit, so it's like sexy. That's how it normally works in films, isn't it? But yeah. I'm pretty sure later on, is she crying or something? And he rips more of his t-shirt to give oh. her a handkerchief. Yeah, what a dude. Oh yeah, because then they throw blueberries at each other instead of eating the blueberries. They then throw them at each other. What a waste. Typical. But he said this area was supposed to be developed uh, for weddings as it's more private. And there's like a big wooden statue of an elder god that he's carved, which... Oh, I thought scared... it was like a totem pole. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah but it's it, he was like, oh, it's Utenge or something. And I was like, mm, I don't know how I feel about this. Uh, and he's like, yeah, this, this is was... after his um, van mysteriously ran out of battery. Which he knew was going to happen because he's yeah. literally going to murder her. <laughs> no one they have to take her. a shortcut home and it's longer than the ordinary way. Yeah. He's just fucking weird. He's, and he's then... Stockholm Syndrome in her. Yeah, well, then Philip rings her, FaceTimes her when she gets a signal, and he's like, who's that guy? And he's, he's, like, fine with it, that she's hanging around with this random man the day because before their wedding. he doesn't really love her. That's why he doesn't mind. No, but yeah. He doesn't care. Hang out the- with who you want, you scared. Yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> make sure my, my diary's up to date. <laughs> <laughs> Pick up my dry cleaning. <laughs> yeah, so then they, then they get back, and they have to have a wash because they're full of blueberry juice and sweat. <laughs> And they they're do like, an oh, almost well. kiss before this, don't they? And it's like the least sexual chemistry I've ever seen in their kiss. It's like he just like bits... leans over into her, and she's like, like two bits no. of MDF rubbing against each other. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So then they yeah. go do the rehearsal. The rehearsal they? thing where he literally goes. Right, you come up here, you say this, uh, you'll have to stand in for the groom. And he's like, okay. But it implies, and I don't know if I got this right, it implies that that's a stand, a service they could have got from somewhere else. It's like, oh, we need a stand-in. And it's like, oh, we'll go get one. And he's like, no, I'll be the stand-in. Yeah, like, that, that's there's not just one, one dude on staff in a tuxedo <laughs> yeah. in, in case of emergency break glass. <laughs> the whole thing is done in like three minutes. Like this whole practice wedding thing is is just like you stand up here, you say the words, you kiss, you go, and I'm like, yeah, every wedding you've ever seen, you just do that. That's you could have put you it on a do. pamphlet, that mate, and save us all a bit of time and effort. Uh, I could be upstairs I'm so watching glad I had my standing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and he, has a, he has a ring ready to give to her, and actually puts it on the yes. on the finger. The wooden ring that fits. It's not too tight. Oh, you remember you know what they say? <laughs> <laughs> it's too tight. Don't get married. <laughs> I was going to say Shepherd's Delight. <laughs> oh, even that's better, and it rhymes. <laughs> but yeah, they yeah. Do, this happens. And then they're like, he's like, oh, you, you forgot to say you can kiss the bride. And everyone's like, oh, what a cat. I'm like, fuck this guy. I, in my notes, I've just noticed that at this point, I've just put, I can't bear this. At this point. <laughs> This point of the film. I hate this so but much. No, not one person has stood up and gone, who is this man? Why are we all being really friendly with him? He's going to murder her. Well, the, the dad has like secret handshakes already with him. Yeah. And oh, that's, just... the, that's the handshake to Halibut City. <laughs> secret handshake to get in. It's been two days. Yeah, it's been two days, but she's not happy with him. And like, doesn't she have a breakdown to, to Luke and says like she feels like a terrible uh bride because she's not because she is she's not enjoying well, any she... of this she's not feeling it because she's hanging around with a bloke who's not going to be her husband and his big wooden cock the cliche oh i'm not like the other girls i don't i'm not into weddings sort of thing as well hasn't she <sighs> but she clearly yeah. is she clearly <sighs> is but she's pretending that she, you know i'm not i'm not like the other girls i'm cool i'm a cool girl girl <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, I think then Dr. Hamilton arrives. Yes. Uh, no, they, they, don't they go for a walk the next morning? They go um, for a walk and it ends up being where his house is or where his apartment is. And he just doesn't even care. Just stands and stares at them from the window. Doesn't yep. even like, you know, like peek around the corner. He just is in the middle of the window staring at them. Pants like... down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Philip is quite rightly like, who is that man staring yeah. at? <laughs> but instead what of going, instead of going, hang on, that's that guy that abducted you yesterday. <laughs> he goes and's like, "Oh, I see you've had a break in your nose. I can fix that for you." And I'm like, "This man is such a wet wipe. Like, yeah, this dude's trying to plow your misses, and you're offering him free cosmetic surgery." I think that's to prove that that's all he cares about. Yeah, but... okay. because then she finds his sketches, Luke's sketches, and she's like, oh, yeah. he's been such a nice man. Is that... no. Oh, he's done a picture of her. Yeah. And she's not in a dune buggy or anything like a caricature, <laughs> like a proper drawing. Yeah. I just, uh... So, yeah, she goes back with Doctor, uh, and they're, they're both not into it. And I didn't understand this because, like, don't they? This is where they have the talk. Yeah, because she wakes up and he's. Saying on the phone that he's got to wrap something up this afternoon and then he'll come in and she's like, it's our wedding. It's not like a meeting. <laughs> also, if they're getting married that day, he's not supposed to see her anyway. Tr- remember, the, yeah. remember the tradition? See us the bride. Don't get married. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, listen, listen, lady, this is terrible. We're not good together. But the only reason we're together is because we work in the same office. And he's like... We don't have the story. That's the thing as well, isn't it? I mean, I mean what's Despite- your other story? Abduction Despite and not blueberries. caring about weddings or anything like that, she's then bothered that she doesn't have a good story to tell, but then realises that she does have a good story to tell with Mr. Stalker. Luke. Yeah. Luke. So they both sort of go, well, we'll still be friends, but we won't get married. And... You'll still come to work on Monday. Yeah, yeah. good. All right. And I was like, this was all right. Because it's like, instead of her like not showing up at the, the altar or whatever, they both just, but... like like adults go... Yeah, this isn't good for either of us. And they just walk yeah. away. And I was like, I've never seen this in a Hallmark film before. People being adult and not leaving it, it to the last minute. Mm. It was very grown up. Very grown up. And then, like, her sister has a word with her. And he's like, yeah, you need to go and speak to Luke. Because clearly you're down with that, aren't you? And she's like, oh, okay. Uh, she gets there and it's got a for sale sign on it. I don't remember at this stage what happened. I think what? my brain had just blocked What's this film. What's got a for sale sign on? She goes back to Luke's cottage to declare her love for him, doesn't she? And it's got like a for sale sign on it. No? No. <laughs> maybe, we were, maybe I watched, I watched the version on YouTube, so maybe I got a different version because mine was slightly longer than the... You got an alternate version. It's not important. It might have cut that out then on the Prime version because... It's, literally, it's literally a scene where she gets there and it's got a for sale sign on it and it's like he's not there anymore. No, he's on the bench with that bloke he was showing his drawings to before. Um, he's, he's negotiating for free poo-poos at this stage. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the guy from the hotel said, like, oh, you left your drawings in the poo-poo bar. Um, we want to hire you for something? <laughs> Caricature work down the docks? Well, is he not saying that he don't want the wedding conveyor belt? He wants something special. He wants that weird totem pole area that he yes. murdered yeah. many women in. He <laughs> says that they should make... I thought this is very, like... Um... What's the opposite of optimistic? Where she he says we should make memories that last longer than the marriage. <laughs> yeah, he was he was very down on marriage, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, he was. It's very sort of. Um, and it's always like, all oh, right, we are, we're going to take it back to how it used to be, even though we've only recently turned it into this sort of churn them out wedding thing. 
And so he's like, sweet, yeah, I'll, I'll, you'll have to give me a couple of weeks to just dig some things up <laughs> and, and, and throw them into the ocean, weighed down with like a car engine. Yeah. And then he does the, so then, so then it's the next bit is, <laughs> I'll get there in the end. They decide that the mum's going to get married instead. Yeah. She, so they've already got a dress. She's got the dress. She fits into it. She's got her helmet hair ready. That's <laughs> the same in every situation. So, and it is a very 80s dress and 80s sort of shawl. It looked crocheted. Looked the top part looked like it was crocheted. Yeah. And I was shocked that it fit her after 36 years because my yeah. wedding dress don't fit me now. Yeah, I've only been married nine. You, you discovered fair cheese though, didn't you? Like, <laughs> <laughs> There's no poo-poo bar in my <laughs> house. <laughs> Uh, you've got a downstairs poo-poo bar as well. As well. <laughs> so they get married in this bit. Um, Luke comes running in in proper Mrs. Bouvier sort of way. Yeah. Uh, and everyone turns around. It's, it's the Simpsons. It's, yeah, I know, Mrs. Robinson. But um, And everyone turns around and, it, it, like, you'd clearly be able to tell it wasn't her because you're going, hmm. Why is it that? That's Nobody, not Georgina's hair because it's not a helmet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and he just sits down and, and no one goes for it at any point to him. Everyone's just like, yeah, I, we all expected you to do that. Just come sit down and watch yeah. the wedding. Uh, and then like the maitre d' guy is like, hurry up. You've got two seconds left to get married before the next party come in. I was like, fuck, you know, they get married. Uh, yeah. And then the evil stepmother. No, not stepmother. Mother-in-law. Actual mother. Yeah. <laughs> isn't Philip's mum isn't is at their wedding next she, year later. Why? Yeah. She hated her. So why is she at the wedding? She's and the wedding that... location is terrible as well. The new no, one. I swear they first had their first blueberry fight. That's the historic grotto is what yeah. I've named it. I don't know why. That's the, no, the historic grotto was where his house was. So it was right next to the hotel. The, the site was something different again. Uh, no. It's mm. terrible. But Philip's there with his girlfriend with the broken nose because obviously yeah. he's giving her a nose job. Eminem are pregnant and still touching each other. Uh, yeah. They're having popcorn kernels thrown at them this time instead of quinoa, it looked like. Popcorn must be the new thing after the quinoa because they were obsessed Maybe. with making that joke. Oh, was there a joke about popcorn? I can't remember. No, I don't think but, so. But yeah, uh, they're getting married at like his his murder grove. Uh, at, and then, yeah, that's like literally the film ends. And I was like, it cuts back to the wicker basket. Wicker basket with their photo in it. So in the that their photo is now part of the, the wedding. <laughs> Everyone gets that <laughs> wig. Everyone gets a photo. Oh, I didn't think of that. I just thought, wow, they printed that really quick to stick in that frame. <laughs> no, every every part. You know, like when you buy a photo frame, it's always got a picture of a weird kid in it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that. Uh, or it's a curse. And like whoever gets married in the murder grove gets trapped in a photograph forever until someone else gets married. I don't know. It would have been more interesting, wouldn't it? Yeah, really? it would. Uh, if it was like a that, tale of the unexpected. The <laughs> There's no sequel to this. Uh, and that's it. I, I'm going to say I hated this. Um, I hate it so much. I had to take a passion. break. I think after I put that that um, thing I said earlier where I said, I've literally just put in my notes, I can't bear this. I was like, <laughs> I need a break. <laughs> I need to take half an hour and go do something else. I have a lot of that in, in, in my notes of I hate this. Why do I do this to myself? I watched it twice because I just watched it because I often watch films on Hallmarky <laughs> films on Prime. And then I was like, ooh, this one. And then I had to watch it again and make notes. Make notes on it. Uh, this is getting a four from me out of ten. There's as no golden Fabios on the main roster, Barney. No, I know. I was just thinking, <laughs> it was a good idea, but I didn't like any of the characters. Yes, so they were they... all horrible. 
but there was some nice location shots. Uh, there was the running poo poo joke, which I, I mean, I'm a I'm a I'm a forty year old guy who still laughs like a toddler at poo poo jokes because it's funny. there was there was the quinoa jokes instead of throwing the rice you throw the quinoa. And there was got, the fact Luke didn't have shoes. That was a running joke. And we got to take a trip to Halibut Sea. We did. And, and my favourite thing, if it rings too tight. Oh, you shouldn't get married. <laughs> Take me down to Halibut, Halibut City, where the hooks are sharp and the fish smell fishy. There you go, that works. No, that rhymes. You can't have that. Ah, shite. That's too, that's uh, too good for this film. Uh, I'm going to give it a three point two. Mm, I, I think these are too high. I'm going to give it two. I mean, Offensively I, bad. I don't have the other scores to hand, but I think the lowest score we ever gave was to Breaking Legs, which was so much worse than this. At least this was short. It was like an hour and twenty. So be thankful for that. But um, yeah, other than that, it's time for... I haven't changed the jingle, have I, like a dickhead? We're going to keep calling it Craig Fax in his memory. He's not dead. Uh, just turned into a bit of an ass. He's dead to me. Uh, so, yeah, 2015's uh, Bridal Wave, we had uh, Ariel Kebble as Georgie Dwyer, who is a double CSI, CSI Miami and CSI uh, regular. And she's also been in Lauren Order SVU. So oh, nice. And she had a nine episode running Gilmore Girls, which uh, Katie said earlier, which was Fifty Shades Freed, which is a film that was also made. And she was also in a film that I, I quite want to call Lincoln Rhyme, Hunt for the Bone Collector, which is probably not as rude as I think I it is. I thought it was going to be something about rapping, like rhyming. Nope. No? I don't know what it is, but I might find it and see if it's worth watching on uh, Last Orders. Uh, we had Andrew W. Walker as Luke Griggs, who has uh, been in a two for CSI as well. Uh, the same CSI, two? CSI Miami and CSI New York. Oh, New York's a rubbish uh, one. Also starred in the 1997 film Laserhawk, which sounds amazing. That's one for Last Orders, isn't it? Uh, but now appears to be stuck in a Christmas Hallmark uh, rut with such classics as Christmas Tree Lane, My Christmas Family Tree, or a tree-based Christmas, <laughs> I think. Well, he has got that grotto. But also stars in A Bride for Christmas with Ariel Kebble. So they have previous history. So you'd think there'd be more chemistry between them. But yeah. But no, no, nothing. Uh, he's also in a film called Appetite for Love, which I think we've covered on Hallmark before. Uh, Is that where she danced on the cornflakes? Possibly, but he's got such a generic face that it's like a pink balloon on a suit. It may as well not exist. Um, but yes, David Hyde Jones, Philip Hamilton, was in A Cookie Cutter Christmas, which we have definitely done. Yeah. Uh, and was also in a show called Deborah, as well as Judging Amy and Naked Josh. So that's a fun party to go to, isn't it? <laughs> Don't know why you're judging Amy when Josh stood over there in both. In the nude. Um, the mum, Jacqueline Smith. I knew oh. I knew her face. Charlie's Angels. One of the original Charlie's Angels. And Which yet, mum? Uh, the evil mum. Not Which helmet mum. Oh. Evil mum. Um, yeah, so she was, in, like, she was in the original 1970s with Farrah Fawcett and the other one. She was one of the original Angels. Uh, so she was in that and then she's in this. And I'm like... You must have run out of... It's easy money. You, you, it's got to be what shot in about two weeks. This, hasn't it? Uh, she was also in a made-for-TV film in 1972 called Probe! Exclamation <laughs> mark. So uh, that looks like a lot of fun as well. Mm. Uh, directed by Michael Scott. No, not that one. Oh, uh, Michael Scott. Uh, who is famous only for a film called The Soul Collector, which I got excited for because I thought it was the one with Robert Zadarin with the massive chin, but it's not. So that was a bit no. sad. 
Uh, and it was renamed Cosi Sposi in Italy, which means almost married, and Ein Brautgarm, Vosail in Germany, which is one groom too many. Well, that, that sounds, sounds better, better already, actually. isn't it? See, they're, they're more fun. Um, I couldn't find out the budget and shit of this because I really don't care. Um, I, I know that it, it, it was poor, weren't it? Like, it was bad, but we'll move on. All the budget went on Lexi from the Vampire Diaries, and that was it. And Fifty Shades Freed and <laughs> bloody Vampire Diaries. But we'll move on to... Barney's my review first, section. My first visit to Dub.org. Yes, boy. Yes. So, Katie, do you know what dub.org is? I have no idea, now. So, is it a Christian review yes. site? Yes, Christian review site. Dub.org is where it's just got a normal scoring system. And uh, what's the other one where it's like negative four to plus four, <laughs> uh, which is a bizarre... I'll, I'll, I'll go back to an old episode and find it. Well, saying that, on this, it had no positives and four negatives. Oh, la la. Yeah, so I was a bit bit confused by it. But, yes, it. Dub.org has... It judges things on... Like Christian values, Christian values, nudity, and Family. like, but like one of the one of them films got marked down because a woman's arm was clearly visible, and you're like, come on, mate, if you're getting turned on by an arm, then like <laughs> you clearly messed up somewhere down the line, haven't you? What's stuff that I've got to say? So it gave it a negative four. Sex, couples kiss. For Couple. drugs, there was drinking wine and champagne with meals. Jesus loved to drink. Nudity, mild cleavage. Oh, mate. <laughs> and other woman is very rude to others, which will obviously be the mother-in-law. Yeah. So no, it, it didn't rate everyone. it very high. But did it not say suitable for children over nine? <laughs> I don't know. I said it was my first forage into it, and I don't think I did it right. So next time I'll I'll, I'll kind of know what Have I'm Have a doing. poke around in it. But yeah, it doesn't. Eh, mild cleavage ain't so It was bad. the mild cleavage that made me giggle. So It's so weird. Uh, other reviews? <laughs> Uh, I've got a good one and a bad one. Huggy Bear gave it 7 out of 10. Antonio Fargus. <laughs> I agree. Another great Hallmark rom-com. I didn't know the groom's mother was, how do you say it, Jacqueline Smith. Jacqueline Smith. Yeah, one of the original Charlie's Angels. I wish I would have recognised her when I was watching this movie. And I feel like saying, why would that have changed your opinion? Were you, of were you, were you expecting her to roundhouse kick someone at some point? <laughs> The guy who played Luke is cute too. My favourite part of this movie is when the bride said to her groom, we don't have what most people who are in love have. I knew she meant romance and flame. Well, he was married to his profession. Thanks, Hallmark, for a cute flip. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that was your favourite moment of the film? Yeah. Not the poo-poo jokes. Not, not the quinoa-based antics. <laughs> no, not- but I feel like if she'd have recognised it was her from Charlie's Angel, she might have given it a 10 out of 10. <laughs> I automatically go up a score in films if I recognise someone in it from another film. Uh, and then Casey Bones nice. I like gave it. it a three out of ten. Watch with the sound off. And then she says contain spoilers. <laughs> so the good. The scenery is wonderful and I'd like to see it in person. The bad. Pretty much everything else. If you couldn't figure out the ending in the first 10 minutes, you've never seen one of these insipid Hallmark movies. Every character was a caricature. The work-possessed fiancé, the evil mother-in-law, the perky heroine at odds with her future, the too-good-to-be-true hero, her soulmate, naturally, and the cutesy mom and pop. And all of this overlaid with non-stop, constant, loud, cutesy music. I didn't notice the music. There was oh, one bit of music in it where they'd clearly licensed music because it was a proper song, but the rest of it was all standard hallmark, boop, 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 creeping about music. like. 
Uh, there isn't five minutes of this flop that had silence in it. Hasn't anyone of Hallmark heard the expression, less is more? This is two hours of my life I will never get back. What a waste. Two hours? Did you watch it one and a half times? <laughs> you probably watched the one on YouTube that had uh, extra, extra, extra features. Um, sorry, he's, he's annoyed that there wasn't silence in it. It's not <laughs> yeah. fucking Nosferatu. Like, if I'm watching a film, I want stuff to be happening. Not just everyone to go, shh. God, no. Oh man, Huggy Bear was well better than Casey Bones. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was a pretty good, accurate review, though. <laughs> I didn't but... really notice the music being too loud. But yeah, I mean, no, it's I didn't. standard Hallmark fair, but yeah, not exactly. just not done well, sadly. Uh, want to avoid that one, I think. Um, that's it. It's because Prime recommended it to me. It knows what I like. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's a Hallmark film. There's, there's nothing, nothing wrong with it. Oh, there's the Soul Collector. Uh, banished to Earth for a month to learn compassion, an angel becomes very attached to a family as he experiences new feelings and emotions and then collects their souls, I'm imagining. Yeah. But yes, uh, thank you, Katie, for showing up once again. Uh, Barney, your first foray into the, the main roster. <laughs> it's exciting, isn't it? Um, we shall see. I don't know how we end this either. I don't know how we have to do this either. Uh, In conclusion, that was it. That was uh, uh, Thingy. Uh, your favourite lines from the film? <laughs> If the ring's too tight, <laughs> you must acquit. <laughs> you must collect their souls. <laughs> bye bye, everybody. <laughs> bye bye. Probably very nice, but just silly named.